all you feels, bills, nannies, and does. This is the Mount Goatmore Cliff Dive Podcast, nannies and does show, girls a ditch edition, featuring me, Emily, Megan, Jamie, and Shelby. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good today. <laughs> Megan, are you going to introduce everybody to our topic for today? Yes, this week's topic is best reality TV shows ever. Oh, okay. I'm a huge reality TV fanatic. I love reality TV show and really any kind of TV. So I'm excited to talk about my top four. I didn't realize how much of a reality junkie I was until I went back to <laughs> some of the shows. Oh, and um, I just want to say that the guys list sucks. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is the nannies and does. Yeah. coming up here we're gonna put our spin on it yeah it's gonna be the best episode girls version <laughs> megan do you have an internet list for the week yes i do um so i have a list from direct expose and it is the best reality tv shows ever ranked so <laughs> number six is keeping up with the kardashians Number five is Jersey Shore. Four is Bachelor in Paradise. Number three is Vanderpump Rules. And two is the Real Housewives franchise. And number one is the 90 Day Fiance franchise. Oh, I feel like this is a lot of the drama reality TV on this list. Yeah. Yeah. None of those are on my list. None of those made my list either, but some came close. Yeah. I'm more of the old school reality shows. Yeah, same here. Yeah, Emily and I were talking earlier about how a lot of the ones we gravitated towards were more competition-based versus like the everyday life drama-based of some of those ones on that internet list. Okay, I'll kick it off with my first pick. Um you said Bachelor in Paradise was on that list. Mine's kind of close. I just picked The Bachelor. I'm kind of guiltily ashamed that that's on my list. But growing up, that was one of the shows that I watched with my mom. Um, I think that a lot of us enjoy the competition. And I think the show originally started out um, being truly someone trying to find love. But of course, everybody loves drama and that's what gravitates you towards the show so I feel like um a lot of people like it now because of the drama I don't think it used to be as dramatic at least I like to think that because I don't really watch it now but it's definitely has to be a Mount Goatmore because so many people like it and it's been around for so many years I just feel like it's one of the top but you guys have any thoughts on that I don't think um, I've ever watched it. I've never either. Yeah. Well, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I have watched it. I think one thing about it is that it has such a huge fan base as well. People are obsessed with it. They watch every time a Bachelor comes out, then they have now the Bachelorette that comes off of it. So I don't know if the Bachelor or the Bachelorette came first, like the chicken or the egg. I don't know which one it was. Yeah. Bachelor probably. Um Yeah, so I think people really, like, they kind of make a spectacle out of the show now, though. People really like 
It's like fantasy football. Yeah. There were people in my work that every single season of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, there was a core group of people that loved to watch it. And they literally did their draft picks for the season. And then they would bet on who the winner would be. And it was a huge thing. They met every week. They talked about the episodes. Some people really love it. It does have a huge fan base compared to some other reality TV shows, I think. Yeah. So a good solid pick, especially for the girls, because that one, I feel like a lot of women like it. And then, you know, usually like when a woman is watching it, then her partner is watching it with her. And sometimes they get into it as (laughs) well. They're picking who's going to win, who they like, don't like, all of that. Yeah, I definitely think so. I feel like watching The Bachelor is kind of like being in your car and watching a car wreck and you just can't (laughs) stop watching it. Even though you know that it's a bad idea, you just have to watch it because of the drama. You can't take your eyes off of it. You're glued to it. Yeah, I definitely feel like that's kind of how it is. It's it's a guilty pleasure. That is a good description for it. A lot of reality TV is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. That is one of the top ones for sure. Good pick. All right, somebody else throw one out there. Let's, Jamie, let's hear one on your list. So my first one is um, kind of like trash TV. So it's trash reality. So it's Flavor of Love. Oh, Oh. that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that this show started after um, Flav and Bridget Nielsen's relationship failed in just strange love. Have you all? watch that one yes so you have this i haven't watched that big russian woman and this skinny black (laughs) man (laughs) trying to to make a relationship work but it failed and so this show came about and um i don't know it was really popular i think it came out in like 2006 so and there's three seasons but the first two are the most memorable and um the highlights are like when pumpkin spits in New York's face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they show it like, I don't think DVR was a thing back then, but like well, it's on VH1 and they did like a slow-mo of it. <laughs> and you can tell that pumpkin is trying to get away, but she doesn't get away quite fast enough. And she has this facial expression like, and yes. you know, <laughs> New York sends her into the cameraman. So that was funny. It was just a lot. It was a lot of drama. Um, it definitely wasn't like real love. So it, like I said, it was more so like trash TV, trash reality, but it was addicting. And you just tuned in every week to see who he's going to get be with. I also Buck Wild. Do you guys remember her? Yes, she had I that do. fake ghetto accent. i never watched it so i can't really comment on it yeah and new york from was she on season one or season two that she had a spinoff like i forget (coughs) the name of it but new york one of the contestants yeah she was in season one and then in season two they brought her in to like um help flave out like with the girls and stuff but then they ended up bringing her back on the show and so um, it caused a lot of trouble in the house and Buck Wild actually eliminated herself and that's when we realized her accent was fake. <laughs> and that's like, hold on a second, what happened to your accent? So yeah, she got called out for that. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, New York was really iconic on that show, especially she came in and I feel like 
she really thought she was going to win. I don't even think she won the first season though, right? She didn't. And she didn't win the second season either. Yeah. But she acted like the, it was her show. Yeah. Everyone else was just there to watch her. <laughs> she was definitely a character, just like probably all of them were. Yeah. And then the spinoff, I think it was called I Love New York. Oh, yeah. You're right. That's I right. I don't know if she had one or two seasons. Yeah. Hers was I can't remember good. either. I just remember it being on um, TV. And then it's just funny, Flavor of Love, you know, he's just a, such a unique character, Flavor of Love, and like, <laughs> <laughs> even him himself, let alone all these women like pining for his love. I always, one thing I remember about that show that's so funny and it stands out to me is him literally giving them their nicknames yeah at the very beginning and they line up and then he like gives them nicknames and he has like a little cut out I literally started re-watching this um show it's on Hulu a few weeks ago but he has this whole thing and he's like I'm not gonna remember any of your names so I'm gonna give you nicknames <laughs> like I don't know who else does stuff like that he's definitely iconic yeah he is in his own way that's for sure but he didn't even end up with any of the girls. So I think it was like season three, the reunion, he ended up marrying his seventh child's mom. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They love to, I guess that's one of the interesting things about reality TV. You kind of watch these people that are like almost their own characters and trashy TV is a perfect description for a lot of reality tv <laughs> that's for sure i think we are drawn to reality tv because these people do things that you yourself are really hesitant to ever think about doing so you get to live through them vicariously yeah. and you're like oh so if i were to you know have 25 boyfriends at one time <laughs> like the bachelor I think oh how nice would that be but yeah. also at the same time how horrible would that be is they're all like cat fighting in the corner and you're just trying to spend five minutes with one of them like yeah it's great to watch but I think most people would probably not want that to be their everyday life which yeah. maybe is why you watch it on tv <laughs> <laughs> Megan what you got okay so flavor of love was actually going to be my top pick so I don't oh. know anything else about it um pretty much touched on everything that I love about it that is so funny <laughs> that is clear as day so funny but I will talk about one of my next favorites is America's Next Top Model mm, love yeah. that <laughs> love the competition on that show so much drama just drama yeah. everywhere <laughs> and um I watched that in high school a lot and I really loved watching like behind the scenes of the modeling world and I loved it when they did the makeovers that was really always interesting <laughs> because you never <laughs> knew what you were going to end up with like some girls got their heads shaved <laughs> crying in the salon chair <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna leave if you make me cut my hair <laughs> it's just like whoa this is so much drama yeah yeah but I think that was pivotal in our upbringing because that was kind of a time when we we're like becoming who we want to be and so watching these models and seeing their transformations I mean I didn't even think about that one actually when I was making my list but yeah, that's a good pick because it's definitely something that 
I don't know, I, I looked up to as a kid, like watching these models and I, I mean, I'll shamelessly say trying to, you know, mimic their how they take pictures they and the photo yeah. shoots and they, they have that competition aspect too but then they're back at their house where they're all living together so you have that piece mm-hmm. that's a good one Megan that is a good pick yeah Shell, what you got well I feel like we're in a theme right now but my picks do not fit within this theme <laughs> at all so I have to go off the cusp a little bit and my first pick that I'm going to talk about is actually the show called Alone has anyone watched that no. no, it's probably more of like a normal Mount Goat, more not girls edition pick, but Alone is actually a survivalist show. So it's kind of similar to Survivor. But the reason why I picked it over Survivor is basically the premise of the show is they send out 10 people in an isolated location. And pretty much what happens is they are sent out with cameras and there's no camera crews or anything they're just documenting themselves over the time that they pretty much survive until there's the last one standing who wins I think it's five hundred thousand dollars which is a pretty penny but they're (laughs) out there with I think they get to pick like 10 items to bring with them and they pretty much just have to survive it's really um addicting to watch because it's kind of that piece of for me you know I like the reality of watching other people do that but it's not something I would (laughs) ever do myself Um, but it's interesting to watch someone else kind of go out there and have to you know fend for themselves and you know find food and build shelter and do all of these things like that Um, but you get the true raw reality of them filming themselves and you know them having to kind of talk about going through that. So it's a little bit different than some other reality TV or competition shows because truly they're on their own, um, which is pretty interesting. But that's one of my favorites. I actually came across that one during this COVID quarantine. Um, (laughs) One of the many shows that I've found um, on Hulu (laughs) that is actually pretty good. They have seven seasons of it too. So that one's one of my favorites. I always think it's kind of addicting to watch people trying to survive in the wilderness because I think there's never a moment throughout your life where you're like, what if I was, you know, on an airplane and I just got dropped off on a deserted island? Would I make it? Yeah. And so watching these shows and watching these people trying to fight for their lives and find food, it's it's always a guilty thing to, I don't know, you just want to watch it it's yeah it's just kind of that flip side of like it's not anything I would ever want to do personally at all but there's something gripping about watching people do it like as far as being out alone by themselves having to make it work that just is really captivating and um it's kind of another cool thing about the show is none of them interact with each other so you're literally just kind of waiting until you're the last person standing but you have no idea when people drop out so you really don't know you're just counting the days thinking when is this going to (laughs) end am I going to drop out before someone else and so that's pretty cool too because it keeps you on the edge of your seat for sure yeah well I had to add survivor to my list um I actually was expecting Shelby to put that on her list no it was a toss-up so I had to add it last minute because you got to bring in survivor uh, to the Mount Goatmore. That's a classic. 
there's like 40 seasons of that show. So clearly people love it. It's got to be one of the top four. Um, and when I was growing up in high school and stuff, I had a friend who was obsessed with Survivor. And we used to do these really, really silly competitions, <laughs> Survivor challenges that we made up. Pretty embarrassing. I'll never forget tying up somebody in the middle of a field and having the other team carry them across the field and they had to fill out like figure out how to do this puzzle in like a certain time it was not as uh, strenuous as trying to find our food and stuff but yeah. survivor definitely made an impact on how we spent our time so well something cool about survivor <laughs> too that fits within that reality tv show realm more so than the tv show alone that i just described is i think people can connect more with survivor like I think I could go out there and do that, you know, mm -hmm. to a certain extent. It's only 39 days. It's capped at that. I, you do puzzles. You do some of these physical challenges. You, you know, make social ties with people. Like, I think I could. I think that as I'm watching it, again, <laughs> binging 40 seasons in this quarantine of COVID, I'm thinking, oh, it wouldn't be that hard. But at the same time, it's, I'm sure it's hard. It's yeah. for a million dollars. So I'm sure they make it difficult. Oh, yeah. I mean, me and Cody are doing Whole30 this month. And <laughs> it's it's like survivor mode. I mean, I'm really struggling with not eating candy and eating ice cream. It's Let alone I, you're out there having to like fish or get sunburned, be dehydrated or oh. something like yeah whole 30 doesn't sound that bad then like true true <laughs> at least i'm not eating worms i guess it could be worse could be worse yeah. well, Emily and shelby you go and do that i mean <laughs> I don't i'm not I volunteering <laughs> but survivor seems a little bit closer to grasp than like alone i don't know what it is about it people sometimes people make some of those shows seem like as you're sitting on your couch doing nothing but eating like junk food you think oh that wouldn't be that bad I can do a puzzle yeah and so I find myself thinking that although I'm sure it's nowhere near that easy yeah <laughs> no gosh no and then I was saying earlier about survivor I'll never forget uh it it had to be one of the very well I guess not I'm not 40 years old but or maybe the mid seasons where this guy was from Kentucky and he had the meal of wheels and I was super excited for him because he got the Milky Way um definitely candy bar uh-huh uh -huh. yeah and he was like pretty excited that he didn't have to eat a worm so it was definitely an exciting moment for me getting to root on a Kentucky dude but and he got a good item not a bad item yeah yeah I don't know Survivor's just captivating it's definitely a, a show it's a classic I mean everyone <laughs> I feel like has well hopefully I'm not speaking wrong by saying have you guys watched Survivor no Oh, you've seen it. You've yeah, seen it. Seen it. So it didn't make your all's list then. Didn't make your list. <laughs> I guess it's not really a girls' edition list because I feel like a lot of people that watch. Well, I don't know. Girls probably watch Survivor too. It depends. Maybe it depends on the type of TV that you're into, though. Because yeah. like Alone, totally, I don't think is a girls' pick, but I was obsessed with it. Um, and it's even more intense than Survivor. So yeah. But I feel like Survivor, at least you've seen like maybe something on the internet about Survivor or something connected to something. Like, you know what it is. It's a common TV yeah. show that at least is in most people's Realm. mind, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jamie, what you got? So my next one is The Bad Girls Club. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched this in college and then like, 
memories to this because my friends would get together in my room and we would watch this every week. Um, but I think I just watched like the first, like season two to season four. And then after that, I stopped because like you said, it's drama. It's about these, a group or a house of girls um, who are considered the worst female, well, worst behaved females in America. And so they stick them all in this house. And in the beginning, it was supposed to be, it was a setup to help them change their ways, but you know, it didn't stick. With Lost that. cause. Yeah. Because people were to <laughs> fight and, you know, party and all that stuff. So it was a lot of cat fights and drama and, you know, but you couldn't fight your roommates. The number one rule was you couldn't fight your roommates and if you did get into a fight or if you started it you got kicked out of the house and you got replaced by someone else and so I was watching clips uh, to prepare for this and I'm just like why did I watch this (laughs) 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 and it's not anything that I would ever do or want to do it was just it was just pure entertainment so I don't know if you all ever watched it I've seen no. it. <laughs> I have seen it. <laughs> seen a little bit of it. I just remember that one girl. I think it was on that show where she comes in there and she's mad because she didn't get any sleep. And she's yeah. like, I ain't getting no sleep because of y'all. <laughs> y'all not going to get sleep for me. <laughs> that was Tanisha in that season two. She's banging the pants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. Yes. Yeah, she, she was the one. Um, I think she's the most memorable and natalie um i don't know if you remember her no maybe i'd remember a scene from her versus her name well she was the loudest so you know there's always one girl each season each season who thinks that they're like the baddest and the boss of the house and so natalie um she was always like name dropping like she said she knew chris brown and that she ran la and (laughs) all this stuff so (laughs) wow Tanisha and Natalie were like the two most memorable girls um, on this show. They were different seasons, but yeah. Yeah, that show is the definition of drama. (laughs) It really is. Yeah, it's trash too. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of that aspect. If that's not your real life, then you watch it and you're like, oh my gosh how are people acting like this but you can't stop watching at the same time yeah so those were my guilty pleasures so I have no more trashy tv shows (laughs) (laughs) what do what do you have Megan what's your next pick okay so my next pick is gonna be my strange addiction I (laughs) still love that show now (laughs) I've watched so much of it it's just so interesting to me because things that people do on that show, I just cannot like grasp why they do it. <laughs> it's like, why are you eating toilet paper? <laughs> going in your mom's room and eating her mattress. <laughs> what causes you to do this? <laughs> it's just so fascinating to me. And it's like you said about watching trashy tv it's like watching a car wreck happen. you it's can't like, take your eyes off no i just can't believe like people get to this point and i like to watch and find out if they ever do get down to the bottom of what caused them 
to start doing this? Like, what caused you to start eating room refresher spray? Just out of nowhere. <laughs> what caused you to start being best friends with inflatable pool toys? <laughs> so wild <laughs> you would never like think that people do this in their homes yeah crazy <laughs> it's the shock factor it draws you in yeah you just you can't even understand it and you just want to keep watching because you're like I have to understand how this happens to people yes <sighs> <laughs> yeah that is I mean that definitely is a, another good definition of reality because it is people's reality things like that. And you don't even really realize if it's not a part of your life or someone close to you, maybe. I mean, I've seen that show too. And there are some bizarre things on there that people do that like has been with them their whole life or a huge part of their life. And it's like, oh my gosh. So it is hard to like not watch. And then you want to see the next episode. Well, what's the next person going to (laughs) do? If this person did this, what's the next one? (laughs) I think that's a good segue. In that's one a good of segue to my one of my next picks, which is Hoarders. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought about my strange addiction as well because that is another like captivating show. So, I, but Hoarders is kind of on that same wavelength where you almost just can't not watch. Now, I will say, my brothers have watched it with me and. Matthew, my youngest brother, is like, how do you watch this? Another episode of Hoarders. You're just going to sit here and watch Hoarders again. And I can't stop watching it sometimes because I'm like, oh, my God, look at all this stuff that they have. And it is interesting, you know, to kind of learn a little bit more about a mental illness that, you know, really does affect a lot of people in their lives. I like Hoarders, too, because not only does it show the reality of Um, you know what a person's going through but then they bring in kind of or not kind of they do bring in a licensed therapist and a professional organizer and try and help them you know straighten out their life so you kind of see where it starts and where it ends whether or not it sticks it's probably up in the air for most of them but (laughs) I mean part of watching oh go ahead Oh, I was just going to say that was going to be my next pick. Porters? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we have the same taste in shows. <laughs> there's something about like with hoarders too, there's something about watching it that, you know, sometimes I think oh, my house is a mess. I don't want to pick it up. And then I'll watch an episode of that and I'll be like, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe partly watching it just to kind of, feel better about myself as bad as that sounds but you know I think sometimes that goes with like trashy tv too thinking like well at least I'm not like pulling someone's hair every other day or fighting with them or something I'm just going to work and coming back home and turning on the tv so but hoarders is a pretty good one I think too as far as um something that shows that reality side of people's lives Yeah. I always see these memes on social media that are like, you know, you're an adult when you look at a box and you think this is a really good box. I shouldn't throw it away. And I'm like, am I one step close to being a hoarder with boxes? Yeah. Yeah. Every year older you get, you think, oh, let me save. I do find myself saving weird things. Now I don't think I'm a hoarder, but sometimes I'll watch that show and be like, maybe I should clean out that junk drawer because I probably don't need all of those like 
random bread twist ties and like <laughs> I don't know pens from every bank I've been to um, <laughs> it makes me rethink what I'm holding on to yeah <laughs> oh man what do you have next Emily um so I have the mass singer have you guys seen that show I have not yes you seen it yeah. um so I like the mass singer because it adds a little different element to singing because you have no idea who the heck they are. Um, and we were kind of talking about this earlier, but you know, American idols, I think what started this whole singing yeah. competition. Um, and then they got the voice and with each, you know, different type of voice show they seem to try and one up one another but I think they've done it really nicely with this type of show because these people are designing their own crazy costume and I mean I can't even imagine walking around on a stage when you can barely see out of the costume some of the things they put on their head are like really big yeah and then they've got to walk around some of them dance I mean they get down and they sing all at the same time in this really hot incredibly hot costume I mean that's something you want to watch yeah you know it's pretty talented I feel like even if they can't sing I enjoy it well yeah it gives that element of surprise too which is captivating as a watcher because you're trying to think alongside the judges like who could that possibly be because isn't it always someone famous yeah someone who's known yeah they have I mean all kinds of people they've had basketball players on there they've had really um actresses I mean they have bakers they have all kinds of people on on there and it's always great to watch the judges try and guess who is under the costume like uh kim whatever his name is kim young jong whatever i don't i can never <laughs> say his name right but he is the best he is what makes the show his he's completely com- comical oh he's always wrong he has no idea <laughs> and it's always great to see his completely ridiculous guesses it's it's great but that would be hard to guess I think oh definitely um have you ever guessed any right watching from the couch um I think Raven Simone I got right oh you recognize her voice from the theme song yeah it's probably because I watched so much that's so Raven yeah (laughs) um but Cody got one um it was a basketball player and really yeah who could actually sing he was pretty interesting no one knew he could sing and Cody's like, oh yeah, I knew he could sing. I'm like, how do you, are you guys not? Cody like- knows all the weird facts of right. every players. basketball player from whoever first started basketball whenever the year it started, 1903 or whatever it was. <laughs> he knows it. Yeah. So he, he guessed that one right. But I'm like, how do you even know? That's I don't, crazy. It's good. I really like it. I think yeah. uh, it's a good spinoff from where it started with American Idol. And yeah. I, I know American Idol was around for quite a few years and this one's relatively new, but I think it. I definitely think they'll be around for a while. Yeah, they added some twists that make it special, more interesting and special. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I tried to watch it, but I don't have the patience to wait around. Oh, to find <laughs> out who they are. Yeah, so I just fast forward just to see who it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, all right, Jamie, you're you're up next. <clears throat> okay, my next one is worst cooks in America. You ever watch that? Yes. Yeah. I've never seen I think it. I've watched I've seen everyone so far. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen every season, but I do enjoy it. So this is a family friendly TV show. So kids can watch it, anybody can watch it. Um, but yeah, I like it because one, so you have one main host and that's Anne Burrell. 
and then the co-host changes um every season so you get a chance if like if you like the food network you get to see your favorite chefs on there and it's not just the recruits um competing it's also the chefs competing to see who can um train the better cook but um a lot of these people have like horror stories, you know, they're sending, <laughs> they've sent their family members to the hospital because of food poisoning and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's really cool to see the, their progress from, they start out as these terrible cooks. And then if they're lucky enough to, you know, make it, you can see progress they make and because they're, they're trained and they learn like different techniques and cooking skills and meals and stuff and even I've learned stuff from um watching this I'm waiting to test out a donut recipe so. <laughs> don't talk so. about donuts right now Jamie it's a tough month oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Emily I think you'll be all right if you eat a donut yeah maybe I'm just breaking breaking our new year's resolution already <laughs> So yeah, that's a fun one to watch. And it's really fun because um, there's people from like different states. So if there's somebody from Kentucky, it's always fun to root for them. Yeah. You see your home, your home state win. But um, I think a woman from Kentucky last season, she made it. Um, she was the final two, but I don't, she didn't win. So. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's so close. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one too. It has kind of that element of like being the worst cook. You're like, how can you be that bad? <laughs> or maybe you relate to it. I don't know. Maybe you're just as bad. I don't know. You probably can go both ways. But then yeah. it has that competition piece too of the the reality of someone who like really is not good at that. But then they learn over the weeks because isn't every week like they have some sort of new kitchen thing they have to learn or like a way to cook the food or something that they have yeah, to learn it's a, new, yeah, it's a new skill yeah. a new skill yeah that's what I was looking for so mm. and that's kind of cool because they a lot of them make a complete like what is it 180 360 I don't know the math but they flip <laughs> on the other side of like being really bad to actually not not being bad at all at the very end of it yeah which is cool to watch I think mm-hmm I think it's funny that you brought in a cooking one to your Mount Goatmore, Jamie, because I think me and Shelby are our last ones are cooking yeah. too. Yeah, I have a cooking pick as well. I'm I love cooking shows. So we were talking about that earlier, Emily and I. What's your uh, cooking show, Shelby? My cooking show is Chopped. Has anyone yeah. else watched that? Yeah. Yeah. Has everyone seen it then? Megan, you too? I haven't watched it. No. Oh my gosh. We're so close of all of us seeing the same show. We're gonna we're gonna we'll meet up on one of them hopefully. But Chopped is one of my favorites. Um I like Chopped a lot because um it's a cooking show where every episode they have four new chefs that come in and it's really interesting because they have to do three different courses throughout the episode. So each course someone gets I don't know, not voted off, I guess, but they get eliminated. Yeah. And um, the most interesting part about Chopped that I think kind of keeps the interest with it as far as watching it is the fact that 
every round they have to cook with four different mystery basket ingredients. So that piece I really like as far as watching something that's a reality TV show because um, they're really coming up with things on the spur of the moment off of these random ingredients. I was telling Emily that, you know, sometimes the ingredients, it's interesting because you learn about new things. They pick completely crazy things that are from all over the world. And then they pick things that I'm like, how are they going to be able to make a like lunch entree with gummy bears and Cheez-Its? It's like (laughs) so weird, but they come up with like really creative ways to incorporate the ingredients and, um, you know, make really delicious. Some of them I'm like, I don't know how they get from opening the basket to the end product Mm -hmm. and it turns out so good, but that show's also been on TV for a really long time. They have 47 seasons. Oh my gosh. And every episode I know, and every episode has new, uh, four new chefs. So within 47 seasons, I don't know how many episodes, but wow, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That, well, that must be a fan favorite for them to have that many seasons. I would think so. And they've done a lot of, um, you know, different episodes within chopped where they'll do like themed episodes so Halloween themed or you know different holidays or you know grill theme or something like that like they have different themes which is interesting and um anyway yeah, like, like a championship thing yeah. and like the beat Bobby Flay yeah, yeah. they have got all kinds <laughs> yeah. job got me started on like the cooking reality show yeah it's so like addicting too it's like at least for me, I'm like, just one more episode. <laughs> Let me just watch one more. But, and it never gets boring because every time they are cooking, all of them are doing something totally different than the other people and they're using different ingredients too. So um, it's definitely one of my fr- favorites. I've probably watched every episode. So <laughs> one of my favorites. I think that's one thing that draws so many people to reality TV is watching their ability Um, to do something creative and being astounded by that, especially with the cooking shows. So I've actually got a cooking plug here too with the Great British Bake Off. It made my list. Um, uh, But me and Shelby were talking earlier. What I really liked about the Great British Bake Off is that they're so nice to each other. Yeah, We're talking about trash TV. These people are. It's the total opposite (laughs) of the Bad Girls Club. Uh, Yeah. these people are saints they're like cheering them them on and no one ever gets mean they help each other finish one bad thing they're so kind and sometimes i'm like that doesn't look that great but they never say that it's just me saying it yeah Yeah, they'll be be someone not able to get it done and they're like oh i to me i'm like oh they're bad and other people are like let me help you yeah they're all offering help Sorry, Jamie. I think I can. Uh, no, you're fine. I uh, just finished the first season. I just started that show. My girl didn't win, but. Oh, no. Yeah. I yeah. forget what her name is. Uh, Martha. Do you remember? I She's haven't 17. seen the first season in a while. Um, yeah. I love the Great British Bake Off, though. Have you seen it, Megan? I have not. Megan, we got to get you on a schedule. <laughs> we got to get you watching some of these, like my schedule where I'm working from home and it's playing in the background. <laughs> That's one thing I think I like about the cooking shows 
is that if you miss a few minutes, you're not out of it. Like you can still yeah. figure out what's going on. Like if you miss Survivor, you miss like yeah. a big piece of something in Survivor that went down, mm-hmm. you're kind of at a loss. But at least with these baking shows, I think it's a good mindless um TV show to watch. Like for me, when yeah. I come home from work, that's the first thing I'll do is just be like, I'm just gonna watch the show. It's kind of mindless. I don't have to be too invested, but you are intrigued too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's a boring show. Yeah. But you don't have to be as focused. Yeah, it's more of something you can watch when you're decompressing and yeah. Yeah, it's not getting you all riled up or anything yeah. like that. There's not as much <laughs> drama in the yeah. Great British Bake Off. That's true. <clears throat> but um too with the Great British Bake Off. I can't believe these people only get a platter and flowers for winning. They don't get any money. They don't get any money. <laughs> and so you watch these American cooking shows and these people are like, they get, they're cutthroat, I guess, yeah. maybe because they're getting the cash <laughs> prize at the end. But these people on the Great British Bake Off, they only get a platter, yeah. a ca- like a cake platter or something like that. That's, I guess you get the fame out of it too, comes with yeah. it, a lot of brand deals and stuff like that now. But I think at the beginning, probably of Great British Bake Off, you probably didn't even get that. You yeah. probably just went right on home yeah. the next day and just displayed your platter in your entryway or kitchen. <laughs> and that was that. You just kept on going. Yeah. That's I don't, true. But I think with any of these cooking shows, I just love, I'm, I'd mentioned, I really haven't watched a whole lot, but The Great British Bake Off and Sugar Rush, I'm just comparing the two. It's just really cool to see them over time progress because mm-hmm. they're they're amateur bakers too mm-hmm. um and watching them become pretty skilled by the I mean they're they're already skilled I mean if I went on there I wouldn't be able to make my bread rise but but kind of like worst cooks in America that Jamie talked about it's that same concept of you know over however many weeks you're watching these people progress with skills and kind of seeing what else they can do and that's interesting as well I yeah. think with that reality aspect of watching other people yeah 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 just the creativity like watching yeah. what they come up with I'm like oh that's good <laughs> yeah it's really good yeah yeah that is a good pick that's a really popular one too I think especially since it came out on Netflix everyone's been going crazy I think a lot of people watched it but super popular and yeah the British culture yeah they love it in Britain yeah They're all about it yeah <laughs> But it's a good pick. I like cooking TV shows, so. I doubt that any of these cooking shows got on the boys list at all. They probably did not even think about cooking shows, but. I'm surprised Cody. Cody should have given a shout out to a cooking show because when we lived together with my parents, that's all I ever watched (laughs) is cooking shows. So he watched it too. (laughs) Something might have made Cameron's list. I think it might have been kitchen nightmares that's a good one too mm-hmm. i think it's hard to really pinpoint one being better than the other because they're all yeah. kind of similar yeah hell's kitchen is an honorable mention for me um i really like gordon ramsay and i think he brings a lot to the table i don't know if you guys have watched him on tv but he's in every meme everything you go on the internet is about gordon ramsay he's definitely a character himself and he's a lot of fun to watch he's very interesting and I don't know there's something he's really great chef there's something about when he tells someone that they are just horrible that you're like yeah they are horrible you're right Gordon and you would never think that yourself but when he says it you're like well maybe they are yeah 
Oh man. I think it's Megan's turn. Yeah. What you got, Megan? What's next? Well, we've pretty much talked about all my picks. So I'm gonna throw out a surprise pick here. Oh. It's gonna be Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> <laughs> She's found one I've never watched. I've only seen clips on like Instagram. I've never watched it. It is just so gross, but it's like so satisfying at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's reality trash TV. Yeah. It really is. This is the full picture. Yeah. I'm just so disgusted, but it's like you can't stop watching. (laughs) Yes. Again, it's like a car wreck. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, not to get scientific about it, but I did kind of look up why people are so obsessed with drama and The Bachelor and like those like trashy TV shows. And when we were saying that when you watch drama, that you release dopamine and you release adrenaline. And so it's addicting. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so why I can't stop. That's why you can't keep your eyes. I mean, it's just like when you're driving up to a car crash, you're like, oh, what happened? You and slow down. You got the fight or flight coming at you. And you're like, I got to look at this. Same thing with this trashy TV and people yelling at each other and fighting over the same boyfriend. And I don't know. That's interesting. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. But it makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's the science behind it. Yeah. I can't give you any further details other than that. But. <laughs> more than I knew <laughs> that explains <Yeah>. so much <laughs> oh man now we know what's going on in our brains whenever yeah. we turn on the channel and we're like what should we watch <laughs> oh yeah another episode of Dr. Pimple Popper I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that one came out of left field Megan I wasn't expecting yeah. that <clears throat> I've never seen it what's the layout of the show like just her and her like medical exams or clients coming in and yeah it's like they show the before the person talks about how the problem has like affected them for so long some people go so long with these issues and I'm like well go to the doctor just go. <laughs> <laughs> people are like living for years with this stuff and they go and see her and they're like oh I was so scared to come and she's like it's not a big deal we can take care of this right here and right now <laughs> and then they start taking care of whatever it is <laughs> yeah and it's you just can't stop watching even oh, though geez. at and some point they have to lance it right it's so bad yeah oh that's rough now it makes me think of um this isn't on my honorable mentions but it comes to mind the tv show botched have you guys seen that yes it's like the same type of thing where that same type of TV show layout where they've got the clients coming in and they talk about like what the problem is and then fix it. But Bosch, man, that's crazy. They have some things that come up on that show that I'm like, that is unreal. <laughs> yeah. The shock factor. It's very shocking. Some of the things. Yeah. Yeah. Is that everybody's list? Did we go through them all? I have one more pick. I only did three. So oh, are we doing four? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did four? I think so. Did you did everyone else do four? Am I the last one? No, or? I've just done three. Oh, all right. Well, you guys go. Yeah, go ahead, Jamie. Okay. My last one is Project Runway. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, I've not watched all of the the seasons, but when it comes on or when I see that it's on, 
I will follow it. But um, the thing I like about it is even if you don't follow fashion, which I don't because I could really care less, but um, <laughs> I appreciate it for the art and design. Um, and sometimes watching them um, to watch their progress, to see how they sit and brainstorm their ideas, sketch it out, and then just go to the sewing machine. Like you start cutting and measuring and sew and you have your creation. And I just, it inspires me to think I can make clothes. So it's not that easy though. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, just some of the things that they make is incredible. Not all of it is great. Some of it is horrid, but um, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. So I, I just appreciate it for the art of what yeah. they create. That's a really good show. That's one of my favorites too. It was on my honorable mentions. It didn't make my top four, but I think it kind of brings in what Emily talked about earlier with that creative aspect of watching people, you know, make things or really express their talents yeah. is always interesting to watch and kind of inspires the watchers too to think, I mean, maybe it's not something you're interested in, but you watch it and maybe it makes you think, you're inspired yeah it inspires and you know kind of falls into that piece too I think I do think it is these types of shows the baking shows the project run anything that where you have to make something I think it draws in the audience because you want to see how creative people can be yeah yeah I don't know the unconventional challenge that's what it's called where they have to use unconventional materials so anyway all that being said People have come up with some really creative. I saw someone make a whole dress out of like seat belts before. Oh my god! Thinking that's <laughs> so tape. crazy. Duct tape, yeah, probably. Anyway, I always think of those episodes because that's in every season of Project Runway where they have to make something out of unconventional materials, and that seems really hard. <laughs> anyway, it's funny how inspired you get from watching these too. Like. I watch, you know, these baking shows. I'm like, oh, I could do that. There's no way. There's no way I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> laughing you at me, you probably could if you set your mind to it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just takes trying it. I watch all these cooking shows and then I make the same thing every week for dinner. So, you know. <laughs> I'm inspired know the for fleeting moments. <laughs> yeah, while I'm watching it. I think I, I could do that. I can whip something up out of these weird things in my pantry <laughs> that I never use, but I never do. <laughs> What's your last pick, Shelby? My last pick is... Um, kind of similar to like the project runway pick as far as the competition and creativity but I chose Ink Master has okay. anyone seen that I have seen that yeah. yeah I really like that show I have no tattoos and is not something that I'm necessarily super interested in but I think with the artistry that these competitors display in this show it's really interesting to watch them. I mean, especially when they have a challenge and then they have to draw something up um, to tattoo. And obviously they're very talented um, to even get into the show. So they do a lot of things that I think are pretty cool. Um, the flash challenges are always really cool in that show, but it's that same kind of re reality TV with that, again, that creativity and kind of watching people, um, you know, show skills and talents that 
I don't necessarily have, but I like to watch other people um, yeah. do because it is definitely interesting to me. That's one of my favorites. Is it competition based? It is competition based. Yeah. yeah. So it's that same type of reality TV where it's like, the, I don't know, 15 of the best artists get picked from across the United States. And they've done so many different seasons of it kind of in different spinoff ways. Um, you know, they've done a season where there's four people from each section of the United States so like the east the west the south and the north and that's really cool because you get to see different artist styles and kind of what they're pulling from their like hometown and all that kind of stuff so anyway one of my favorites for sure <laughs> would be Ink Master that's a good one yeah it's so interesting that all of our lists are so different I don't think we were on the same page with a lot of stuff but I can see where it draws people, you know, for yeah. each of them. It's hard to narrow it down to just four. I had a hard time picking four. Yeah. Does anyone have any good honorable mentions they want to talk about? Um, I have one on my list. Uh, Robin Big. I don't know. If oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just really fun to watch. They really do seem like best friends on there. And I just think it's really fun. <laughs> That takes me back. That's yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. That's a good one. Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good reality TV too, because it was really there. I mean, that early seasons of Robin Big, it was like truly just yeah. the everyday life yeah. of those two, which is fun to watch. Yeah. They are always getting up to something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's a good one. You got a good honorable mention? Um, I had a couple that didn't make my list and they kind of fall in that trashy TV romance <laughs> theme. I really like Love Island. It's a British kind of love competition TV show. Um, that one didn't make my list, but I watched every season of it. <laughs> you can see a theme. Um, but that one's pretty interesting, I think. Now, I'm sure it's staged to a certain extent, but they're all put in this house together and they have to pair up. And then I think each week people are eliminated if they're not in a pair and they add people in and people get eliminated. So it's constantly changing. But there's a lot of drama in that. And people are fighting over guys and fighting over girls and um, so that piece is always kind of like, what are you guys doing with your life on this show? But <laughs> you can't stop watching it at the same time. Um, that was one of mine. Yeah. I have to throw out Queer Eye. You guys seen Queer Eye? Yeah. No. Oh, wow. Oh, man. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. It was hard not to put on my top four. Yeah. You battled that one. I did battle that one. It's It's a good one. Just watching them come in and you know, transform someone's yeah. life. I mean, they're goofy and stuff, but they really are helping people. So it's it's a, a nice show to watch them get to help people in that aspect. Yeah, it's nice because it gets to an end result that's yeah. kind of transforming this person's kind of life and look and everything about them. Like their confidence a lot of the time mm -hmm. is boosted and um, that's nice to watch, I think. Yeah, I'm like, what are you going to come do for me? That'd be great. <laughs> Give me a new wardrobe. They strip out your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I like that one. That's a good show. It's not even competition based though, but it's no. that reality aspect of kind of seeing someone's real life and yeah, someone's real life and then maybe tweaking some things about it that maybe they couldn't do that on their own. Oh they yeah. Have some, because don't they come in and they say, I don't know, what did they change the look of uh, them, their wardrobe, like their house. Sometimes they'll rede- help them redecorate their oh, house yeah. and um, oh gosh. All five of them have a, a certain role. I've not seen it in a while, so I can't remember exactly yeah. what each one does, but cooking, cooking. that's it. Yeah, they yeah. kind of help someone cook, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's a nice show. It's nice to see someone's life transformed yeah, for I, the better. I think so. And that was my only one that wasn't competition-based, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about the competition, I guess, other than that. Yeah. The competition definitely keeps people engaged. It drives us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any more honorable mentions? No. The only <laughs> other one, I'll mention one more. Um, a couple other honorable mentions that I had, one being American Idol kind of went along when you talked about the mass Singer and one of the original singing competitions and I also was going to mention I felt like we couldn't do a girls episode without mentioning the real housewives whether or not every girl watches that again with the memes and the internet and (laughs) that whole like everything about that brand has kind of blown up over the years it started um seems like a long time ago and maybe it's way more staged now than it used to be but that's interesting too with the reality aspect so those would be my honorable mentions. Yeah, I think I talked about some of my other honorable mentions already. Oh, you know what? I mi- I missed Fixer Upper. That's a, oh, yeah. I had that one as an honorable mention with Chip and Joanna Gaines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. They're pretty stinking cute. They're yeah. little Chip being a goofwad and Joanna being like, what are you doing? <laughs> and being annoyed cute. It's adorable. Yeah, I think it draws everybody in. They have some major transformations too with the homes that they do and um, really can take something and something really like (laughs) nothing and turn it into a lot more, I guess. Yeah, they've they've come a long way. Yeah, they have. All right. Well, I think that was a great episode, everyone. And I really loved all our lists. It was fun to do a girl's edition of Mount Goatmore. So thanks to all you Bills, Phils, Nannies, and Does for all the support you've shown Goatmore. Reach out to our Facebook, Instagram, and website and let us know any shows that we might have missed or whose lists were better or is the boys list better, which I don't think so. But anyways. Girls rule. <laughs> Who runs the world, girls? <laughs> yeah. So stay great and bleed on. <laughs> <laughs>